Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. All right, ladies. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Present. April's like present and accounted for. (laughs) Well, yes, April is a little under the weather, but we're glad she's able to make the show today. Um, Again, we're still in the holiday season, so we are recording all in different locations. Um, But we definitely wanted to take some time out during our break to bring you an episode, as promised. Um, So anyway... We're going to jump right into our check-in. Um, so, ladies, what are you grateful for? What got you through this week? And let's see. Start. Who wants to kick it off? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll start. I am... The thing that got me through this week, I had... I think I said last episode, I had all my family here with me in Columbia... Um, So that was really cool to just kind of go and do different activities with them and see all of our different personalities. We all grown, grown. So I was like, you guys, we're going to like bake cookies and we're going to wear matching pajamas. And they were like, "Uh, Shari, sit down. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) They were not having it. They were not having it. But we did do some fun stuff together. Um, So that was a lot of fun. That's what I'm grateful for, that they were here. They put up with all of my antics. uh, And uh, we had a good, good holiday um, break. So my brother and sister are gone. My mom's here with me for another week. Hey, <laughs> another week. I know, April. I know. Um, but, you know, we're going to find some stuff to do. We got massages planned. We got some good stuff. So, yeah, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> what about you, April? What got you through the week? Um, Drugs. Uh, <laughs> specifically music. Let me specify. Let me clarify what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the one in Walgreens. Um, <laughs> having a warranty on my car because my car got sick. Me and my car got sick the same day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and my car is still under warranty because I was real nervous. Um, yeah, so that and also being around family and friends, it was really good reconnecting with people I hadn't seen in a while and um, had a chance to spend some time with family on Christmas and around the holidays. So that was really fun. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, for me, um, I am really grateful for um, time with family. I love the holidays because it does give you an opportunity to get together with family that maybe you don't get a chance to see a whole, whole lot during the year. Um, but I'm especially grateful that um, my parents and my fiance's parents are able to finally come together and meet. So um, my family hosts a um, Christmas Eve drop-in, um, you know, annually. And so this year, uh, my future in-laws were able to come. And so it was just really really nice um and i think everybody enjoyed themselves we had the dades over yeah Uh, they joined us for the drop-in and just you know some of our regular family and friends that come by so it was just a really nice um really nice time so i am just so grateful for moments um you know moments like that it was fun yeah yeah it was good it was Awesome. Well, glad everyone had a good break. We know holidays can be stressful, so really cool that everyone had a good time with family and friends and all of that stuff. Um, so moving on to our media minute, when to spend a little bit of time, what's been talking about what's been going on in the media and the news and the blogs and all that good stuff. So recently, Kevin Hart uh, released his documentary called Don't F This Up, where he 
kind of talks about the last few years of his, well, starting his career, but focusing a lot on the mistakes that he's made. And so we were talking a little bit before the show started just about kind of the impact and what we took from the documentary. And one thing I think that it showed was how to turn your L's into a win. Yeah. Uh, because he took a lot of L's. And that's one thing I noticed too, like in the past year, yeah. I'll say, cause I, all of this happened in 2019, the cheating, the Oscars and the car accident. Mm-hmm. We're all in 2019 and he found a way to make it profitable. Like he was like, all right, so all this crazy stuff happened to me. Let me and my team get together and pitch it as a show. Like, wow, that yeah. is smart. He basically took the blueprint blueprint from the Kardashians because I mean, yeah. some folks can take any negative and spin it into a financial gain. And so, you know, I think Kevin definitely did that. Um, I just started watching the documentary, so um, definitely gonna finish watching, but. There, there is a takeaway from that. Like he will hustle an L all the way to yeah. the bank. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's good to be able to think about like all the experiences that you go through because we often reflect on like our successes and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, what helped me get here? What helped me gain this? Or what helped me get to this tier in life? And we discount like all the things that we consider negative or those losses. But those are the things that actually like teach us things, you know, being able to sit back and say, like, what did I learn from this misstep or what did I learn from this thing that didn't work out the way I wanted it to? Or when I just completely dropped the ball, like it was all me and I messed up. Like, what can I learn from that and how can I move forward in that? Like, that's a valuable lesson, valuable lesson. And and taking accountability, um, like only. Because I, I feel like that's an area where he struggles with. Like, he definitely has a lot of ego. Um, but I did appreciate when he acknowledged in certain things, like, no, I messed up. Like, mm-hmm. I messed up. That's on me. Um, and to do that, that is very hard to do for people to admit when the situation they're in is because of what they did. Like, it's very easy to want to point at how well if you would have just now he was starting to do that around one of the things around his cheating which i thought was really weird he was talking about his friends not being there i'm like you a grown-ass man yeah like, dude stop right what you need a chaperone but yeah. um when there were certain events like his hand it took him a while like with the oscar thing it was so funny watching it because you very rarely do we get to see people in real time like be stubborn yeah, and to see it, perspective, I was like, he is fighting the people that he he's paying. Like, you yeah. have a public for a reason. You have a brand manager for a reason, and they're telling you to do all these things, and you're like, nope, nope, I'm not doing I'm it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yes. and you have a publicist. He was literally like, "Nope, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I already said it. I'm not saying it again." And it's like, <laughs> no. But like you said, it's so hard to sit in it and be like, you know what? I really did mess up. Like, I and like taking ownership of things that you mess up in. Like, that's a really hard space to to sit in. Like, it's a huge area of growth when you can say. Yeah, I said something, I did something, and I really messed up. You know, I offended a lot of people, or I offended people who were close to me, or I hurt people close to me. Like, it's hard to do that, you know. And so our listener, you know, for the listeners, like, just keep in mind, like, that the Kevin Hart situation is such a good example of understanding that um, in any relationship, whether it's relationship with your fans, relationship with your friends, relationship with whomever you have, sometimes there's going to be things that you mess up on. And one apology is not necessarily going to end and mend. You know, there's going to be a need for ongoing communication and ongoing um, you you may have to apologize more than once. And it's not that they didn't hear you the first time or they didn't accept it the first time. It's just that the hurt may still continue. Mm. And sometimes you're just going to have to remind people, especially if you care about them, you remind them that you are still apologetic. Yeah. You know, continuation. It's an ongoing communication. And if you care about 
someone, if you care about your career, if you care about your friends and those relationships, then you will honor that and you will continue to offer that. And so it was really interesting to see like, yeah, you get stuck in wanting to be stubborn, but it's like, do you want to be right? Or do you want to mend that relationship? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just had this conversation the other day on social media, social media with a friend about, uh, there was a conversation around stealthing, which is when Mm -hmm. men remove condoms without the person's consent. And it was a conversation on like how horrible it was. And it was an assault. And this attorney stepped in and said, well, it's not a crime. It's not illegal to do so. And it's a spiral from there. Like you have to understand it doesn't matter whether you're right. Like, and I am a person, I'm a professional, know it all. Well, actually I would, but as, so as a person (laughs) who does this on a regular basis, you got to know timing. And just because you're saying the right thing, if it's at the wrong time, it doesn't matter. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, do I want to be right? Or do I want to be heard? Right. Do I want to be, be respected? Because in your quest for wanting to be right, you're damaging all these relationships so you can stand on a you know a pedestal and say, But I was right, you were wrong. Like, okay, now but you by yourself now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I love that it took a little long for him to get there with the Oscar thing, but I love how we saw so many people tell him at each Man. step of you messing up, you mess this is not how to do it. He was like, Nope. Nope. Not, this is my problem. Yeah. yeah. That was the hill he was willing to die on for a minute. He was, yeah. But I always tell people like any in any type of like controversy or any type of argument or even just any type of dialogue, if you go in thinking, well, what is my goal? Right? If like y'all said, if my goal is to only be right and I sacrifice everything that is around me, then stick where you are. But if your goal is to make progress, if your goal is to continue moving forward, like there are some things that you may have to do or you may have to say over and over again in order to reach that goal, you know. So, But yeah, it was it was interesting to see it. It was interesting to see. I still have to watch kind of, the I think, the last three episodes um, of the documentary. But um I think, you know, there's definitely some takeaways um, if we look past just the content, because I think when we watch documentaries, we think about just the content of people's lives. Um, mm-hmm. We don't think about like the the lessons that are in the content. So if we look past just the content of him cheating, the accident, the Oscars, but just like some of the lessons that he learned um, and apply those. I think that's a really cool documentary. Take a pe- peek at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Netflix, we want our um, advertisement check. <laughs> and right. Hard Productions. Listen, I was so inspired by the documentary, like in ways I don't think the people even intended. Like, I was like, what am I doing with my life? They're, they are traveling the world. And again, I said, before, Kevin Hart came back from Soul Plane. Like, there is nothing <laughs> that you can't come back from. <laughs> yeah. Look yeah, at that was horrible. Created and look at him now, and he's and many people still would say like, oh, he's not even that funny. So it just goes to show like everybody don't have to like you. Mm-mm. Just the people, you know, need to like and support, and you focus on that and and be very persistent. Like I, if nothing else, I respect his hustle mm-hmm. and, and the fact that he's very intentional about the team that yeah. he has around him and okay. making sure that. They are a part of his success. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Like making sure you're intentional about who's around you and not just intentional about who's around you, but how you kind of overlap your lives together, you know, like how you lift up each other and like bring each other forward. And, you know, like just being able to say, if I'm moving, you moving, you know, if I got it, you got it, you know, like. That was very inspiring to me. Um, but yeah, so we definitely got to keep, we got to, you know, take some of those lessons, not just the content. Don't be out here just saying people shouldn't cheat or, you know, like just take the content behind it, um, the lessons behind the content, I guess. Um, but that does segue nicely into our topic this week. Um, and so last week we talked a lot about just ways to be intentional about setting those 2020, um, goals or intents for your life moving forward into this next year. 
we talked about how to set SMART goals. So specific, measurable, um, attainable, related to your values and time limited. We talked about that. Um, And this week, what we're going to talk a little bit about are our personal goals. Um, We think it's important to be able to kind of model how we set our own um, SMART goals and how we intend to tackle those goals or at least start making movements towards those goals and how I think at some point we could talk about what happens if we don't reach those goals or if we see that we aren't reaching those goals, what we do in those moments. Um, Yeah. So let's kick it off with talking a little bit about just how we personally start our process of thinking about our goals. Like, do you wait and do it all at once? Does it come to you and you just write them down along the way? Like, what's your process in starting to be intentional about setting goals that you want to strive towards? Do y'all have a process? Um, well, for me, I, um, I, I thought back to different years where, um, you know, I've set goals kind of at the end of the year to um, progress towards. And I noticed that the ones that I, were, I was intentional about, I and wrote down, I was able to get those through. So those were, that's kind of the way, just kind of pick a time, plan them out, and then just kind of go through and check in along the way once I get started. What about you all? Uh, I'm not a very process oriented person, period. But like, uh, if you haven't picked up on that by now, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with like the flow, the vibe, kind of what I'm feeling. That's what I let lead. Um, so I think I said this last time is I, I look around themes. So like a theme for me is like go bigger. And what does that look like? And so I, that's kind of how I started. I like that. I like that. Um, that's cute. Uh, for me, I tend to like I, I am pretty processed. I'm a little like I have to like be organized and I like um I like topic areas and I like bullet points underneath (laughs) underneath it. And so I always tend to stick to like my right. Right. I'm like, let's let's plan. Let's schedule this thing out. Um, So I tend to stick with like my four areas um, because it helps me stay focused because I can tend to be all over the place. So, you know, like I said last time, I tend to stick to like personal, professional health and wealth. So those are my four areas. So I try to bring my my headiness, like my brain works in overdrive. So I try to bring it down to those four areas. Um, so that's kind of where I tend to stick. Um, so, yeah. So that's really good because that shows that, you know, you don't there's no right or wrong kind of way to kind of go about planning goals and setting goals. Just as long as you find something that actually works for you. Um, that, that's really natural and organic for you. You know, Shari is very process oriented. Mine kind of, you know, revolves around a time frame, and um, April's is more kind of theme related. So whatever your process is, um, you know, just go with it. Whatever is going to be effective for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we could get into talking a little bit about what our personal goals are um, moving into 2020. Um, I can't believe we in a whole nother like decade. Um, So, yeah, Um, I know. As I was like writing my goals down, I was trying to think. You know, like I said, my brain can tend to work in overdrive. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do for the next decade? And I was like, no, sorry, bring it down. (laughs) You know, know, I'm a little dramatic. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to figure out this next decade, 10 years. Where do I want to be? And that I would say, and I rarely tell people what not to do, but that is the thing not to do. when sitting down and thinking about your personal goals so (laughs) yeah that thought was very overwhelming like when you said it out loud like I felt my heart start to palpitate a little bit like well I got and whether or not this is starting a new decade like I have really been on and I'm trying not to die on this hill but I'm like technically don't start in 2021 like when you count like maybe I'm 10 
20 would be the end. It's, but okay, I want to say, I told you, so well, actually, it look, <laughs> no, this is funny. Those are the, this is like that conversation on when do you start your week on Monday or Sunday? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this is concrete. When you count to 10, you don't end at nine. Like, you right. <laughs> I think. I, so I, I so me the nerd. So I read an article. <laughs> I looked. I That's looked, the teacher. <laughs> I read an article um, as to why this was a debate in the first place, mm-hmm. and it's because of no. Like it's basically it's based around nomenclature about like how we term the decades, not necessarily like the start, but how we term it. So like. You know, when we're talking about the, what is it, the 18th century, 19th century or whatever, because they count that year within that term of the century, it gets counted. I know this is, but I wanted to know because I was seeing people like have this conversation and I was like, that's a very good question. And I wonder like where this comes from and like, but that's just me like. If I, I ever had some I don't take a side. I just really want to know where it all comes from. Like <laughs> I don't care one way or the other. I just like, well, you know, I'm that person. Like, well, you know, this article. So it's based off of like how they like name it. Determine. And so yeah. it kind of falls into that naming of the of the decade or the centuries and things like that. So Look, if I ever had some children, I'm going to let you homeschool them. Cause <laughs> be like, look, homeschool, but not at my house. Actually, we're going to go over to Erica's. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend is like, you talk to the, my girls like they're little adults. I'm like, but they are. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely little people yeah so what are what are some personal goals so if we start with kind of where i know you know we all tend to make our goals differently um Mm -hmm. let's roll into just like that discussion of our own personal goals that we have set for this 2020 year um not the whole decade sorry but the the year (laughs) Of 2020. <laughs> Are there some things that you guys have your eyes set on? Yeah. Um, so I have squat 100 pounds. Nice. That's my first to go. Because I did not meet it this year. I got close, but not quite. Um, <clears throat> I want to stick to a fitness regimen for six weeks by March. Nice. That's good. Um, <sighs> And to travel domestically and internationally. Dope. Yeah. Do you have any particular places that you want to try to go? Because uh, it gets overwhelming when I try to like pick a place. Like, because I was like, oh, maybe I should go. Well, no, that is. And I was like, you know, no, just somewhere. I mean, I'm not counting like Charleston or Birmingham. Like, it has to be somewhere yeah. that I don't leave or have to get on a plane to get to. Um, so like I have places in mind, like domestically, I have like Miami, which kind of doesn't count because it's like a second home, but yes. I mean, if I turn into a trip, I'll make it work it, but worth it. But, um, like New Mexico or Colorado, mm-hmm. I want to visit as far as internationally, I'm all over the place. Like that's kind of good because I was going to say, like, if you're not like wedded to like, a, this is like the next place I need to go. Um, mm-hmm. my friend, he will, I mean, I will look up and he's like in Ireland for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. he just will track, he's got this thing. He's trying to tell me about it, but I was like, child, I don't have the time or the energy, but he tracks like, you know, tickets, and he got like a round trip ticket to Ireland for like three hundred dollars. Nice. No, like it's insane. Like, and he yeah. he just he doesn't he doesn't have like oh I'm gonna go here. He's just like well, let me see. You know, I'm, I got a free weekend, or you know, I got a few days that I can take off. And he'll look and he'll see like what tickets just kind of come up really cheap, and he tracks mm-hmm. them. And when they come up, he just buys the ticket. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Get on whatever he's using. 
Yeah, yeah. If you know like areas that you want to go to, you know, you can track a flight for in like Google, um, Google flight. I have set up for like my favorite places, but I know like I follow, I think it's like cheap airfare or something, a couple things on Twitter that they'll yeah. let you know when something is like super cheap. Right. And there's one like um I think called Travel Pirates. Um mm-hmm. and they'll tell you like different um like if there's different so like when airlines make mistakes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um they'll tell you like, oh, you know, this is here, go ahead and book it, you know, like that type of thing. These airlines gotten slick though, they will refund you your ticket now. <laughs> Girl. They're like nah. Not right, they're like, sorry, you can use this credit towards the real cost. <laughs> right, no come up on us, okay? <laughs> but I, I do remember when I, you know, when I traveled to um, London this year and I was helping, um, I think I was helping Charlie look for tickets. Yeah. I was looking for tickets. And, like, we ended up finding a ticket round trip for, like, $400. Yeah, yeah. You know, international travel doesn't have to be that expensive anymore. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta track them. Track them. Yeah. Track them. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. I like those goals. Squat 100 pounds. Okay. I like <laughs> She gonna see what that booty do. Reclaim <laughs> 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 in 2020. Right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what about you, Erica? What's some of the goals that you've personally set? Okay. So one of mine is to reboot my whole foods dietary lifestyle. Um, Cause I noticed like, and I did the, the, the whole vegan thing for about, I'd say about seven months. And I really, I really liked it. Like um, I didn't have the issues with like acid reflux anymore. Um, you know, skin was good. I just felt healthier. Um, and I actually enjoyed like eating that way. Um, I felt more satisfied. Full. I didn't snack as much because I really didn't need to. I didn't want to. So I really kind of liked the way that my body responded to, you know, just eating whole foods and um, cutting out the dairy and everything. I'm not sure that I'm going to go completely vegan because I still like to have like my fish and I'll have some chicken every now and again but um you know kind of really going back to that um doing a lot of the vegan type eating um because there was just a lot of recipes that I love um so that increased my water intake that's just kind of always one like I drink you know I'm a pretty good water drinker but I still feel like I could do better but then one that is on here is I want to participate or implement like a service project, some type of community service project, and try to do that at least three times a year. Nice. So, and I have one in mind. Yeah. Oh, you just reminded me of the goal. Mm. See, this is why it's so good to talk about goals amongst your friends. Nice. Yeah. I need to actually make that part of my goal setting like service because, yeah, I've been lacking. I have been lacking. Yeah, I was going to put my goal was to become uh, active with Delta, financially active with Delta. And I was like, "Eh, baby, let me start just being physically active. I'm going to join the chapter. Uh But every time I get ready to write that, that that money order? Jesus. I know. Look, I, I wish they did dual membership um, so that we could split it, April. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I think that might be Put a membership number. <laughs> you do the first six months. I do the last six months. You know. <laughs> Literally, I got a, my email like, okay, so um, you're going to pay these dues. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to forego this year because I'm moving and I will literally only have about two months. Oh, yeah. And you're about to get married. Yeah, you're about to get married. Look, that's your membership. So oh. I'm going to transfer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sit it out this year and then <laughs> we'll try it again. We'll try it again after. So, I don't yeah. have no excuse. I'm just lame at this point. I'm pretty cat. 
So. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, I'm, you know, you know, uh, one of our listeners, thank you, Tania. Tania James is always like, look, I was at Erica's over the Christmas break. And Tania was like, look, you know, rededication is coming up. I was like, girl, I know. So. (laughs) If they did like 35% off the inactive members, I would do it. If you really want to reclaim me. All right, because I'm going to have to pay extra. I'm going to have to, we got to pay extra. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So let me see. So my goals for 2020. So like I said, I do my little four, my four areas. Um, So personal. So for personal goal, I want to like really kick up like my extracurricular um, activities because I really go to work. I go work out and I come home like I've been doing nothing. And so my one of my personal goals is I want to um, learn sign language. And I've been wanting to learn sign language for a very, very long time. Um, and I've been looking for like different classes in the area and there is, there are some, but I haven't wanted to pay for them. So, (laughs) so I think I'm actually just going to, you know, have to go ahead and pay for that. Cause it's something I really want to do, um, extra, like in the extracurricular area, but I also want to travel a lot more. Um, and like, like April said, I want to do, um, international and domestic. Um, so I am counting things that I can drive to. So I said I want to travel one time a month. So if I travel to Atlanta, I consider that, you know, a part of my my travel itinerary. (laughs) Right. But I also, right. Yeah. So I also want to make sure that I'm traveling, like I'm pushing myself in my travel arena. So traveling outside of my little three air, three hour bubble, um, and actually maybe taking some solo trips, but also taking some some trips with others. Um, so that's a really big one for personal. If I go down to professional, so my nine to five pretty much does its own thing. So I tend to not set any professional goals relating to that, um, even though I hopefully got some big stuff coming up um, professionally. Um, but for everyday psychology, I got um, some things that I really want to do. Um, I want to do like one to two engagements or have one to two contracts a month. Um, and I think it's possible. I've just been like sitting and not doing stuff or I've been doing stuff and not charging people. So I am definitely going to <laughs> make sure I start um, charging folks for these things that I've been doing, these little things around the cities. Oh, yes. Year 2020 needs to be the year of the invoice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. The year of the invoice. Because I've been doing a lot of stuff, like, just here and there. Like, oh, I got a speaking engagement here. Or I'm going to do this training. Or, you know, I'm going to be on this. And I really ain't been invoicing nobody. And so, yeah, the year of the invoice. My, <laughs> You know, about the free work, like, set a, a certain amount. Like, this is the amount of free work that I'm going to do. And once I hit that number, everything else got to be invoiced. Yes. Yeah. Cause I don't think about it. Very good idea. That's a really good idea. I'm really bad about it. Like my financial planner was like, girl, if it's not making money, like, why are we talking about it? And I was like, you're right. Like that's, that's really true. Cause, cause a lot of everyday psychology is like a passion project. So I get into a headspace like, oh, it's my passion. I'm just gonna put it out there, but it's like, no, your passion should pay you too. Um, so, okay, okay, girl, write yeah. that. Right, write that down. Your passion should pay passion you. Pays me. <laughs> right. Um, so, prof- right. So, professionally, my one to two. At first, I said one to two engagements, but I changed it to one to two contracts, um, so that I can start making some money. Um, and then health. So I've been pretty consistent with my workout. So I want to maintain that. But I want to like mix up. I really want to take a swimming class because um, I can swim enough to not die. So I say that I swim enough to not die. But I want to be able to like swim laps. I really want to be able to put that into my like re- workout regime. Um, yeah. So 
and trying to take a swimming class to get that done. And then wealth is my last area. Um, and for that, it's all about like my like savings for retirement and stuff like that. So um, I've been working with my awesome financial planner um, to make sure that I got some stuff set. Um, but 45 has recently um, put out that he's given federal employees a pretty decent raise this year. I saw that. Girl, pretty decent. Um, I don't know, since I'm on break, I haven't been able to check my like work email. So I don't know if this went through like the house and everything yet. I don't know if they signed off on it. Um, but a pretty generous like raise, um, like double what is usually there. So my plan for wealth is to just put that percentage straight into my like thrift savings plan. So just put it straight into my um, TSP. You can't miss what you haven't seen yet. So <laughs> my plan is just to transfer it right on over. So that's my wealth goal. Hey. Yeah, my four areas. I added some financial goals. My thing, I try to add stuff like some stuff that doesn't require a whole lot of steps. So like one of mine was just, I just need to increase my contribution to my 401k. So that's one of those yeah. things. Fill out a lot of piece of paper, you know, submit it to your HR and boom, you're done. Yeah. So it's good that we put all these out here because now they're like stuck in time since we put it on the, the podcast. You know, everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any financial um, goals for mine? I I think I took more so professional because I'm still ironing out <clears throat> the financial stuff. Uh, also, I don't want to think about it right now because it makes me depressed. So, <laughs> uh, for personal or professional, rather, I have six speaking engagements this year. Um, and for me, speaking engagement is also means paid like when I was, <laughs> mean paid. good um the I want to do one heart and soul event in South Carolina so heart and soul events is a event company I started when I was in graduate school so I want to do at least one event in South Carolina this year um have my website finished by April yeah. um go ahead and get an LLC this year and I have this app that I've had in my mind for like years. I'm going to go ahead and start the process of getting that developed this nice. year. Okay. So hopefully those will turn into some financial uh, <laughs> situations. Girl, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think they all will for sure. I added start, a LL, start my LLC. Child, that was on my list last year. Yeah, I get stuck on like name and design and logo and all this stuff. I'm like, girl, you don't just start this thing. Yeah, yeah, that was it for me because y'all know, like, with starting everyday psychology, I was like, oh my gosh, what's the color scheme gonna be? And like, all types <laughs> of foolishness. And I mean, I still ain't, I mean, I'm still stuck on that, but like, just starting <laughs> LLC, like, making sure, like, once you have the name that you want to stick with, like, all that other stuff comes after, you know? Right. Are there any of these goals that you feel like you need, like that accountability? You need somebody to be like, hey, how's it going? You know, check in every once in a while. Uh, well, I would be the professional because personal, I'm pretty like self-sustaining on those. Mm-hmm. Hard. Like my personal are things that are somewhat enjoyable. So it's easy to do things that you enjoy. Yeah. But writing a website, uh, <laughs> emailing people, you know, about your speaking, like that's not fun. So yeah. that can, I can definitely see that like not becoming a thing. For sure. Okay. I would probably say the same thing, like the professional stuff, um, you know, getting the LLC started. I also added researching, um, the ABPP um, board certification to see mm-hmm. if that's something that I wanted to do. Um, and I've looked into it, but like, 
needing to kind of make some kind of decision about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely like April said, more the per the professional stuff, the personal stuff, you know, is stuff that you kind of want. So you're a little more self accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I might because I think for me it's the professional too. Um, like the personal stuff, like you said, it's easy. Well, it's not easy. It's fun. It's the stuff you actually, you know, aspire and want to do. You know, wake up wanting to like do the fun stuff. Um, it's just the the grunt work, I guess, <laughs> behind the professional stuff that's hard. Um, and I know last year I had started like bosses who brunch, like a little time for us to. Um, like our close friends to sit down and talk about like our professional goals and like hold each other accountable. So I'll definitely kick that back up. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we can sit down and have our brunches. Yeah. All right. So with these goals, um, how do y'all keep them in mind? Like, do you write them down and post them? Do you put them in your phone? Do you set reminders? Like, how do you keep them alive in a sense? I have mine written um written in my phone, but that I don't know if that like actually keeps me keeps me having them in mind. Like my stuff is just usually it's kind of running around in the back of my mind anyway, and something will like trigger it to the forefront of my mind. And you know, I might, you know, work on it when that comes up, but I probably need to do something that's gonna make me more like I don't know more intentional or scheduled with it. I don't know. Yeah. I usually, I usually will start off really strong and then as time goes by, it's like, Oh yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Um, but if there's something I might need to implement something that's a little more regimented, I think. Yeah. yeah for me, I haven't really had a system, which is probably why uh, <laughs> I haven't been that consistent. Kind of like Erica's been in the back of my mind, but I know that's not a good <clears throat> Thing to have um mm-hmm. so like last year i had my vision board and uh probably to pick it up off the floor it's been there for about two months <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean we, I mean, over, I, we over 2019 <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can still see the visions on the board i just didn't put it up um so that was something and i sometimes have had uh notes on my refrigerator of, mm. of like the tools but i think what i want to try to start doing this year is using sticky notes but have them done by like the theme so if this is a per like what am i doing this month because if i get overwhelmed i just won't do it so i can't have all of them up but like okay so if my professional goal is website so i need to um like i already have my domain name so i need to either hire a web designer mm-hmm. or like breaking things up and so that when i'm done with it I could just take the sticky note off so I can still get that satisfaction of like seeing the list get shorter and shorter yeah yeah will really help yeah yeah the visual helps me for sure I have to have a visual I can't because I won't remember it like I'm very like like I said my brain is always like all over the place so I literally won't remember. Like I'll say all this stuff and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this and this is great and I really want it. And then I walk away and it's gone. And so I have to have my sticky notes. Like anybody who's been in my bathroom, like I got sticky notes all on my mirror. Like I have to have those up um, so that I can just keep it in my mind. Um, and I also set reminders in my phone. So I don't just like keep it in there, but I'll set like, monthly reminders like are you making progress like that type of thing um in my phone um and I said so in my phone it has like the reminders you have to literally like check them like you've done it or it won't go away so yeah yeah. so that's something I have to keep because I look at my phone every day so I'm like oh okay I need to like make progress towards that um, but yeah, like chunking it down. I like that April with being able to say, I don't look at them all at once. Um, mm-hmm. I break it down, um, and take things off to make sure I'm making the progress that I need. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Well, ladies, we got a lot of things that we're going to need to cover and hopefully we'll be able to meet all of these goals for 2020. So what will we say are some of our takeaways when we're talking about goal setting, um, you know, being able to implement, um, 
what are some things that we want our listeners to kind of come away with? Uh, I'll say don't be afraid to dream big, but also, you know, still follow the smart goals. But again, it's going back to the the Kevin Hart special. I had to ask myself, like, have I been playing small? Because Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. things, am I go, am I really, am I going after my dreams fully like in every area and if so why not um and so kind of asking yourself like am i dreaming big enough here am i limiting myself because i think this isn't attainable so when you tell yourself something isn't attainable maybe ask like why why do i feel like i can't do this yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think um piggy i I hate the word term piggybacking but um, coming off of that goal um, of that April just said, I really think being able to tell other people your goals and like people that you trust, people who are going to like really like stretch you. So um, for like my financial stuff, my wealth and my like professional goals, like talking to my financial planner about them and having her say like, yeah, like you can definitely travel more than what you're doing. Cause in my mind, I'm like, Oh no, I got to hold on to my money. I got to save it. I got to do this. I got to do that. And she's like, look, look, we going to leave broke Shari in 2019. Like she's like, we're not taking her forward because <laughs> she's holding you back, you know? And I know a lot of it is from like the way I grew up or just being in grad school and not having money and having to like think small because of that. And so now being able to have her stretch me and say, you can make these contributions to your savings. You can open this. So being able to tell other people what your goals are, the people who are going to stretch you, the people who are going to say, oh, you've only been traveling domestically. Why? Like, let's let's try an international trip. You know, let's plan it together. Let's go together. Let's figure it out. Or like Erica said, helping me look for plane tickets and saying, like, let's do this together. You know, so people who are going to stretch you and pull you into just a different tier that sometimes we don't think we can go. But yeah. yeah. And just going along with that, I think, um, just going off of Shari's earlier statement about accountability. Like if you know, there's some things that you're going to need someone to just kind of check in, you know, not about, you know, browbeat you about it, but to check in and just encourage you, you know, to see if you're making progress on that goal, if you need that. And there are people that, you know, you can identify that are willing to help you with that. I think that'd be a great idea. Definitely. Well, nice. These are some good takeaways. Hopefully y'all have um, a good time with setting. I always say make goal setting fun. I think sometimes we don't do it because we dread it because it's like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a lot of work. But like make it fun. Um, jazz it up. Put some fun stuff in there. Put some some hard stuff in there. Um, so hopefully you guys are able to take this discussion that we had last week and also the discussion that we're having today um, and set up some goals for yourself so that you're feeling like you are going into 2020 with intent and with purpose and direction. So nice. Um, so now we are at the time of the episode where we send our love out to someone, something, um, a person, maybe a, could be a, a food that you ate that just blessed your soul. I don't know, whatever it is, <laughs> sending your love out to the universe or someone out there in the world. Um, would anyone like to start? Oh, let's see. Um, I know. Yeah. You know, I'll go. I'll go. I'll give y'all about 15 seconds. Uh, (laughs) I want to send my love out to my good friend, Judy. Judy and I have been friends since I think I was in eighth eighth or ninth grade. Um, And I got to see her over the break and her new baby, her new daughter, River, who is adorable. I think River was trying to um, get me caught up in baby fever. I rebuked it. (laughs) Um, Always good catching up. Um, Judy is out in Houston now. And it's so funny seeing your friends like be whole adults. Like, (laughs) I was like, Judy, you're a mom, like you're your wife and a mom. You have a daughter. Like, 
gosh, we've known each other since eighth grade and have wow. had some of the silliest moments um, together. And now we're like real adults out here. Um, so it was really good catching up. And she gave me some amazing goodies from Sephora. Uh, shout out to Julie. <laughs> she gifted me very first um, Fenty Kilowatt um, highlighter and lip stunner. Nice. Uh, paint, whatever. But anyway, so it was really good catching up and just, you know, remi- being reminded of the importance of being intentional about keeping those connections going. Even if it's one time a year you talk, it's still right. important. Nice. nice. Shout out to Judy for the Fenty. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's somewhere to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to send my love to one of my really um, close friends, Bradley. Um, Brad, who was away. Um, he's away in basic, um, but came home. He was off on leave and so came home and so was able to spend some time chilling. So I'm sending my love to him because he clearly could have spent all his time with family because uh, time is limited when you are in training for the military. And so um, we were able to spend some time together and just kind of catch up and hang out um, and talk like old times. So that was really cool. So I want to send my love out to him for giving me time and to his family for sharing that time with me. So, yeah. Nice. Well, I think I'm going to send my love um, out to Shamika. Shamika is a former student, mentee, turned friend who has really helped me out over the holidays. (laughs) I've been back and forth um, at my house and she's been good about, you know, going and getting my mail and getting my packages and, (laughs) you know, uh, which is really important around these times when there are the package bandits out. (laughs) Um, And I ordered a plethora of new wigs that I want to make sure I get to try and bring into 2020. (laughs) So, um, want to you know just send my love to her um, and thank her and also congratulate her on uh, her academic success in December. She earned her master's degree. Yeah, um, still going on. She has another degree that she'll get um, in about a year and a half. I'm just really proud of her. Um, so, want to send her my love. Thank you, Shamika. Yay, Meek Meek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this wraps up today's episode. Thank y'all, as always, for listening. Um, If you would like to find us on social media, you can definitely um, hit us up on three sites and a mic. That's the number three sites and a mic on Instagram and Facebook. You can send us also emails if you have questions or if you're um, looking for any therapists in your area at three sites and a mic at gmail.com. If you're listening for the first time or if you're a return listeners go ahead and like subscribe and recommend us to others we are so grateful for all of those when we read them um, we always try to reply um, and show our gratitude so thank y'all for listening again um, and we are going to go into 2020 with three sikes and a mic so we will see y'all over there <laughs> bye, oh bye. bye. <laughs>